Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast. This is the show where we cover all the wonderful things about The Witcher universe, from the show to the books to the games. And this week, we are discussing our predictions for season two of the witcher show this is your host tom or robots and i am back not only with my wonderful co-host toasty of toaster bergentonshire that was a weird amalgamation of some of the previous ones it definitely was but i mean i'm okay with that i'm more okay with that than some of the other ones i mean i could i could use uh toastaria from one of our uh reviews we're going to read out you today. could do that too that's fine yeah, yeah. um right. but when i say we we also have our patrons here some of our patrons some of our lessons decided to join us for today's show so we're going to introduce them we have coming back our og lesson ben of tamaria he's he's here ben how's it going buddy i am doing fantastic fantastic and are you ready to talk about season two of course i'm always talking we're ready to talk about witcher of course, I, 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 that's kind of a silly question at this point. But been of Tamaria, and then we have one of our new lessons coming in to join us, Sebastian. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Tom. Things going all right over here, and uh, yeah, fun, uh, fun to be on the show. Yeah, welcome. This is your first show, and an exciting show for you to for for you to be joining us because we're on the verge of season two. And by the time we have our next patron show, we might be talking a uh, a post season two episode where we're talking about the things that actually happen. So this is our right. one opportunity to be talking about the things that we expect to happen in some of our predictions. And I think what might be fun to do in this episode is make these predictions and then we can laugh at ourselves on the next <laughs> the next <laughs> episode, the next patron oh, episode yeah. and see how accurate or inaccurate we were <laughs> with our predictions, which is always fun. So um, so why don't we kick this off, guys, because I Toasty and I, we've been recapping a lot of these episodes and man, it's so much fun to go back through season one. This show is so good, especially after we've been digging into the lore of the show and the games and and the books and then watching the season again and catching a lot of the nuances that you we missed the I missed them the first time and catching some of the things I didn't notice and then watching some of the trailers for season two and going, oh, look at this. Oh, this is going to happen and getting so excited about it. Do you guys what is let's just start with this on a scale from one to like through the roof. Where is your <laughs> where is your hype level at for season two? Oh, God. Um, it's probably to the sky at this point. Yeah, uh, I'm pumped. You're pumped. You're pumped. You ready? Like if it was out right oh, yeah. now, you'd be like, uh, guys, oh, I got to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. Mean, I'm going to turn when, this on. What, Sorry, what season you expect one me drop? to be here on this podcast myself? What? <laughs> you'd be doing this by yourself if the season dropped right now. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I'm binging it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm binging it like three times. I did not care. <laughs> Sebastian, how do you feel about season two coming out? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, it's so much fun seeing these characters uh, come to life. Eh? So... <laughs> so I'm looking forward to a to, uh, couple of new characters and de- delving into the uh, background story of a couple of others. So, yeah, no, I'm definitely excited and definitely ready to go and watch. Uh, you guys recapping all the all the episodes are a good way of me 
also going back and watching them and then hear what you guys have to say about it. And sometimes it really, really helps, you know, to sort of, uh, you know, Tosi uh, notices a few things about the, or about the timeline and stuff. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense now, you know. So, yeah, no, look, definitely knowing more now uh, about you know, the things that you guys uh, talked about, um, it really helps. Um, yeah. So yeah. that all that makes it more more fun even to go and watch season two now. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it helps me as well because Toasty knows. I mean, I, I love the Witcher stuff. I know as much as I I've learned a lot of that, that I can. But Toasty knows more than I do, which is part of the excitement for me to do the show. And, and some of these shows where I bring on my co-host who has more knowledge than I do. That's a lot of fun for me because I get to <laughs> do the show and learn as well. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get that. Like that's that's part of the excitement of me getting to do these shows every week is that it's it's a learning experience for me as well. Or doing, you know, just some of the research or going back and watching some of the shows. Um, so uh, we don't can, we haven't had I the chance to say something. Oh, go ahead. Quick. Go ahead. Tasty. Yeah. I I absolutely love the energy that you're putting out, Sebastian. <laughs> I am I am like living thriving on this right now. This is great. So Sebastian, we we haven't had the chance to to talk with you. Can you give us just kind of like the little elevator pitch version of how you how you came to learn about The Witcher and and what your background is with the game or the books yeah. or the show? Yeah, sure. No. Um so um for me, uh, I'm a huge PC gamer. Um, we've had, like, I'm 40 by now, you guys, and you know we've had a t- <laughs> we've yeah, had a yeah, TV. Uh, oh my gosh, a PC at our house since I was, I think, about eight, which made us like the four uh, the first PC in my classroom. So being gaming ever since, um, I used to be a like. I love Mass Effect and Dragon Age, you know, all them Bioware games. Yeah. And I never could get into Witcher 2. I, I couldn't beat the tutorial. I don't know if you guys did. Oh, I got through Witcher 2. I, I love Witcher yeah, 2. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that tutorial, man, I couldn't get through it. I got beat by, <laughs> by that night. I was like, I'm doing something wrong. I can't even beat the tutorial, man. So I'm like, I was out of here. And after a while, you get bored and people start yapping. Yeah, Witcher 2 is really good. And then I read, you don't need to be able to beat the tutorial. It's crazy difficult at the end. So just go uh-huh. and enjoy the game. Uh-huh. And that was all I needed. And I got into Witcher 2. Um, then Witcher 3 came out. Um, I was right on the bandwagon right there. Um, and in my opinion, it is the absolute best game out there. It's just so good. I mean, everything you do changes the world you're in. You get to learn so much. It's, you know, when I was really sold, um, that one quest where spoilers ahead, as you guys say, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a little side quest. You have to uh, get Dandelion. Uh, you know, he's frolicking off with some woman who has to do the stage direction, I guess, for his new, well, <laughs> club. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, so you go there and it's crazy story. Love it. You have to negotiate with the with the husband. And then his um, Priscilla, when he comes to the club, Priscilla is not there. Like, all right, I'm going to get Priscilla. Priscilla and I was dragged into that side quest and like four and a half five hours later I was like 
I thought this was a side quest. <laughs> no. <Nope. Nope. laughs> and oh, they man. do that with the simplest things. Like you got to, there's a story about the Griffin and then you go into that whole thing and then it turns out to be bigger and so on. Amazing. And I, I fell in love with, with the Witcher right there. And then, yeah. I have a feeling that's what it's like to be Geralt. <laughs> it's you're like, <laughs> oh, this is just going to be some tiny little thing I got to do for Dandelion. And then all of a sudden you're yeah. like, <laughs> weeks uh, later, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, no. I'm never helping you again. It's never small <laughs> oh, when it comes to Dandelion at all. And so, but that's definitely really interesting. I think you don't often hear someone who started with something that wasn't the witcher three because most people get brought in on the witcher three oh, yeah. it's very interesting mm -hmm. that you started on the witcher two and then came into three that's really cool so yeah so see i'm working my way through witcher one does it ever get better uh the story the stories are good the gameplay the gameplay is difficult right is that the that's the hard part right um that's a difficult question to uh answer right now. i mean one is it the witcher universe two there's your answer uh, but also the, the first two games the controls and stuff are a lot less intuitive because they are like yeah. older so yeah so it is a bit of a struggle I, it's understandable but it is worth mm -hmm. playing so I also want to add that um, my main hope for Witcher 3 after uh, Witcher 2 was getting to meet Yennefer. Uh, but that was a big mistake. When I started playing Witcher 3, I found out, it's like, what is that crazy woman doing there? And why was Geralt ever crazy with her, you know? <laughs> That's why she's so fun. Yeah, the verbal uh, abuse is fun to you, Tom. Oh, she's, she's fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She's she's nuts. <laughs> and that's where the books come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's she's oh, she's a spitfire. Oh, I I'll put this out there right now. If you're a Witcher fan and you don't think that Yennefer is verbally abusive, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Do I pick her over Triss every time? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a spitfire. Absolutely. Well, okay. So, uh, bringing this back around, uh, speaking of Yennefer <laughs> and some of the the wackiness that's going to ensue, um, we've had some trailers. We've broken down the trailers on this show, and Toasty and I have talked about some of the things that we think are coming for season two. Do you guys have some theories about where season two is going and what you expect to happen? And here, why don't we start it off with this? Knowing what we know about season one, season one came to a close. We finally have Geralt and Ciri together. We have Yennefer in a tough situation. We know that she and Fringilla are bound up by some elves. They're being marched through a forest. And this is, seems to be the scenario we're in at the, at the beginning of season two, right? Based on the trailers. That's pretty much what, where they're leaving us off, it appears. Where do you think this is going? And... Sebastian, do you want to start first? Because I know I know Ben. Ben is a big book nut, right? Yeah. And yeah. I have a feeling Ben's gonna Ben's gonna chime in with some like, well, according to the books, it's gonna go here. But why don't we start with Sebastian, based on what what you think things might where things might be going, based on on your right. understanding of things. I'm 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 just gonna let you in on a little secret. I you know I can I I bought one of the books. Uh, I was looking and um, I knew his name was Sepkowski, so it's 
looking before the show to go, you know, what book I bought. It was called Blood of Elves. And I know mm-hmm. Tosi is going to take me down any second now, but I really I can't get through the book, man. I was like, what's what? You know, well, it jumps so all I, over the place. It's a bunch of individual smaller stories. Well, that's oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's not the uh, first not one. No, no, no. Yeah, Blood of Elves yeah, is the novel. Right, right. Yeah, that one's yeah. actual. So, that's uh, Last it, Wish is the sure stories. That's the first that. one that's just the stories. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was the first one or someone said it so was the, the first one. The first one, one is the, the Last Wish. Last Wish is the first one. The second one is sort of Destiny. You're on the third one right now. Yeah. The way they published it was really weird because they put a one on the book spine for blood of elves and never they never touched like oh hey you need to read these two mm-hmm. before you need to read this one some some uh, of the timelines are really out of out of place like mm-hmm. the most recent book is season of storms and it takes place third chronologically mm-hmm. in the series so it's like okay cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah no so I, yeah i would recommend the last wish and uh that will probably answer your Jennifer question by the way mm-hmm. you know why he's crazy about her mm-hmm. so there mm-hmm. you go that's good mm-hmm. so i guess I'll, you gotta get all the way through know, it so every first knows, uh, i'm uh, not uh you you guys are the experts and one of the fun things about this podcast is for me to hop on and hear about uh you know all the things you guys have been you know the book the book knowledge and then it's kind of like uh um like the gerald episode you guys did um and you're like yeah that's spoiler spoilers huh <laughs> are we gonna tell and i'm like please do because i have <laughs> i have no idea. i want to know this stuff you know but i guess i'll have to go and read so just so everyone knows i i haven't read the book so i have no clue where this is going so it's all speculation uh for me I, that's what we're here for mm-hmm. so, speculation. Feel, free to, feel free to speculate and then we're, we're you know ben will chime in with a little bit more so, Regardless of how much you've read about the books, there's always going to be some level of speculation because the show is going to take the information from the books, but it's always going to twist it in a way that it works for the series, just like it did Mm. with season one of the series. The Mm. season one of the series and the books are not 100 percent parallel. Right. So it's it's going to it's going to work out in a certain way. And we don't know how far into the story season two is going to go. Well, mm-hmm. what, what, what I would like to see, I mean, in Witcher 3, uh, Yen is uh, completely up the, uh, you know, uh, the Nilfgaard bandwagon. Uh-huh. And it was really fun to see her spurn uh, her uh, time in, in uh, the series, right? Um, so I'm kind of curious as to, uh, you know, I mean, it's a very uh, strong... Um, uh, it's a it's a kind of you know it's Geralt centered but it's really a lot of uh, powerful women that's gonna, that that are vying for the uh, you know it's very strong uh, there's so many strong female characters so I'm really looking for you know uh, you asked you know Tom about Yennefer and where that was going well I'm personally hoping that we can see a little bit more of her connection with Nilfgaard and uh yeah, the, the how, lodge of sorceresses, gets, all of that yeah, stuff mm-hmm. on Amir's uh, bandwagon. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's. I think that's uh, her her connection to the rest of the sorceresses, um, her rivalry in a way. Yeah. with uh, Frangilla. I think some because of that's going to no play into it. Yet, right? No, well, her, yeah, has correct. not been made yet. Right, but, but it's but the the women who become the lodge 
all have you're, you're right they are very powerful they're very um i mean they're, they're all they all play a part that's gonna be insane right like they're they're, they're all powerful women who are vying for control and they're all playing a part in this story and we've met a lot of them already so how that plays out i think is a really cool topic so i, th I think you've got a cool so point are there, we right? gonna see that in season two mm, it's i i i don't know Ow. i don't think so go ahead ben go ahead no, I, was, I was gonna agree with you like i don't think we'll see we'll probably see like if anything we'll see like a hint to it towards probably the end but but i mean even then like it, it's still according to like in the book it is a little bit later to when they do uh make the lodge but francesca's are but, in it too right we've True. already seen descent like even in season anymore. one we see we see the politics brewing underneath the surface mm -hmm. right we see we see that the the different sorcerers the women the men the, the different groups are all like politically motivated by different things we can see the fractures forming mm -hmm. um the same way that we can see fractures in in the politics between the Nilfgaard, Nilfgaard and the the kingdoms in the north and the things that are kind of forming there, we we see it happening among the the mages. Yeah, I, I can see them like maybe putting the groundwork for it mm -hmm. underneath. I think we might see like what leads up right before that. Yeah, because I mean, nope. Philippa is supposed to be in the season too, and she's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. But she so was, I, I she was see. in the part in the stories too, with before or in the books before the lodge was built. True. Even, which I want to see her owl form. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. Now, no. now about Philippa, <laughs> she can turn yeah. into an owl, and I'm there very excited to see. Ghosty called it. Mm -hmm. maybe we got to keep an eye out for an owls like hidden yeah. in, in like trailers she's not blind in this one oh. no she's not yet. yeah yeah, yeah she only gets blinded blind in the yet. games yeah hmm interesting but yeah. she's, she's uh she's with redania right was well was. in the games in the game she was yeah she but yeah will be with redania she will be redania yeah books, yes or in the show i'm we're talking about books too much I'm books show tomato tomato well, it, all, it all connects together right <laughs> like like when it, when it comes to speculating for season two really the only thing we have to draw on is what happens in the books or what is mm -hmm. referred to historically from the games because the games take mm -hmm. place after so like we have to kind of we've got this like it's almost like we have these lights we have the like the, the light of the book shining into this and we have the light of the game shining backwards into this and we have the light from season one shining forward into it so we've got to kind of just like it's like we have all these shadows and we have to kind of play shadow weird puppets mishmash right. puzzle. <laughs> we have this weird mishmash shadow puppet puzzle that we have to piece together and go okay what kind of figures can we form here out of this weird shadow puzzle right so so when it comes to so that, that that might be what's going on with the mages potentially what do you think is going on with Geralt and Ciri where do you think this is going to go like this it seems at the beginning that we have something happening with Geralt and Ciri going to Kaer Morin that seems like this is obviously where this is starting Ciri is now taking things a little bit more seriously it seems that she begins her training we, we get montages of her like training and running and doing those kinds of things. 
Where do you think this goes? Well, um, I'm, I'm for, you know, uh, when, you, when you play the games, there's this really adorable scene where Siri, uh, you know, uh, you, you're in Kermoran and Siri is training and uh, doing all these difficult exercises and they're, you're chasing her around the ramparts and, ramparts and stuff. So uh, she seems a lot younger uh in the game then right mm -hmm. yeah so i'm not really sure maybe she's about as old now as gerald was when he was done with vesemir and um, although with the new yeah I, i'm not really sure but she's a bit older now it seems and she has a lot of stuff to catch up on i thought she was a little naive in the first uh First season, you know, first uh, season. Yeah. Right. I, she seemed really naive and her character seemed to me, at least a little bit out there. Um, uh, like they didn't quite have a, a, a path to set her on the path to set her on. But now I, I'm really hoping that her character will become a bit more solid. I, I don't know if you guys recognize this, you know, about her being a bit all over the place, like yeah. very. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would agree. Yeah. No, she was kind of the, at least the point, like they definitely made her more significant, like seeing kind of like the stuff that she went through at the same time, because like that was all show. Like that was all something that the show did. They never like the books are about Geralt and then, Geralt's interactions with other people pretty much, but you don't get to see much of like the other people um, in, in the books. So that was all, they made it all about her. And yeah, she was very, I mean, I can't blame her. She, you know, well, she was, lost everything. And then had yeah. to, was like, Hey, go find this guy. This guy right. is your destiny. And she's like, okay, cool. Let me just go look around the world for this guy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she was she was a teenager who was royalty so she was she was kind of used to having her way she was used to a fairly comfortable life she yeah, was but she's hanging out with the street kids tom and but, well she you know, was she, she was she was trying i think you got the sense that she was trying to you got the sense that she was she was kind of pushing back on her station right. in life but she was like in so many of these stories you have like the the wealthy kid the aristocracy who's like pushing against the thing but it really until they're actually in a situation where those things are strapped from them was like taken away from them they have a golden parachute they never really know what it's like to be the street yeah. kid and it's an, until that is fully taken away from her and she actually has to run away from home and live in the wilderness and fight for her own safety. She genu genuinely doesn't know what that's actually like until she actually has to do it. And so by the end of the, the, the season, she's a little bit more versed in that. She's a little bit more serious. Mm. She's a little bit more. She's a little bit less haughty and oh, I'm a. I'm a huffy teenager, uh, 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 you know, and then she's a little bit more serious and a little bit more like realistic about it. And I think we're going to see that uh, transformation continue. I think that Geralt's going to have to deal with that, like huffy puffy teenager thing a little bit. And she's going to be like, suck it up. We got to get through this, you know, like he's, there's going to be some of those like, you know, tough, tough, you know, dad lines <laughs> coming from him, you know, like. I don't care about your feelings. We just got to kill the monster, you know, or whatever. And then she's going to get to care more. And then they're, they're really going to kick her butt with some of the training, you know, be like, oh, yeah. well, like, like, well, yeah, well, you know, what's not going to care about you having a sore, a sore thumb, the Kikimura, 
who's <laughs> trying to eat your head you know like that kind of stuff and then and then she's gonna get freaking badass because of it and then she's gonna start kicking things butts and i think that's just kind of how kind of what's gonna happen yeah oh yeah I, I'm looking forward to her learning different things from the different witchers there so that we can get to uh, have a little look into what Eskel is like, what Lambert is like. And Lambert's going to pull some funny stunt. At least oh, he yeah. thinks it's going to be funny. And Siri is <laughs> going to be all over it. And I'm really looking forward to that whole dynamic at Care Morin. Oh, honest. dude, I can't wait for one of them to try to like pull one over on her and she just like yeah. punches him or something. Like there's going to be one of those moments where she just like she just stands up for herself. One of those like I'm just not taking it from you anymore. And she just socks one across the face. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Geralt just like gives a big grin and goes, hmm, like approvingly. <laughs> yeah, like, like I hope we get one of those moments. Mark well, mark that, that in my little prediction log somewhere. <laughs> like something like that's gonna happen. <laughs> um so Probably a good chance of that. I, oh, think, yeah. I think that's pretty solid solid i mean if i was writing the show that would be one of those moments where she like totally whacks them, one of them across the face um we'll tell you what keep thinking about this think about some of the some of the things that are going to happen at care more and also i want you to be thinking about the we, we did have some some insight into something dangerous that is brewing in care Morin in one of the trailers i want to i want to get some of your thoughts on this when we get back from the mid break but we've got to thank our patrons you guys and we've got some reviews to read out so we'll be right back very well let us get this over with something has infested my vineyard mm -hmm. great let me go prepare my something oil then all right, so here we are with our patrons, two of our Leshen patrons. We have three other Leshen patrons who didn't seem to be able to make it this week. So hopefully they'll be able to join us next month for our patron episode. And we have a total of 11 other patrons that we need to say thank you to. So thank you to all of you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Toasty. And I really do appreciate your support. And if you've considered supporting the show, if we've helped you get through your workday, your workout, your commute to work, or working on those leftovers from Thanksgiving because you know you still have some leftover, or maybe you don't because you now hate yourself from eating too much. I'm sorry, don't hate yourself that much because we all do it. It's gonna be fine. It's totally okay. But if you were listening to podcasts while doing that, then go check out patreon.com slash witcherlorecast and all the different tiers where you can get to join us on future episodes of the show or ad free episodes or all sorts of other stuff. And um, we also have a review, actually two reviews to read out. One from E. Preston Gilliam in the United States who wrote amazing podcast about all things Witcher five stars. I have listened to a lot of other podcasts about the Witcher and I must say most of them are elementary compared to this master's level Witcher podcast. P.S. Why not Toasty of Toastaria? That's what I was referring to at the beginning. How do you feel about that one, Toasty? I mean, it doesn't quite roll off the tongue like Toasty of Toasterton Villopolis, but, you know, I'll just, <laughs> it, I'll keep it as a close second, you know? I'll keep it as a close second. Okay, okay. We'll, <clears throat> we'll put it in our little uh, Rolodex of potential Toasty names. Uh, but thank you again, E. Preston. Very much appreciate the review. And then we also have one from I Am The Buttercat. <laughs> this name is good. Who is also our friend Genesis, who does the Rocket Club show on the network. Um, two girls, one ship, where they talk about relationships in RPG games. And I'm sure they're going to be talking about some Witcher stuff on a future episode. And she's also in chat right now. 
Hi, Jen. Thanks for this review. Hi. This is awesome. Um, Jen writes, it's Onion. Uh, this is a five-star review. She writes, Tom said if I wrote the words, he would read the words. So here are the words I wrote for Tom to read. I have really enjoyed listening to this podcast each week. Lord Toasty McToasterston of Toaster Tenopolis is really well-versed in the Witcher lore and Tom's passion of connecting all the dots together between the TV series, books, video games, and the real world is really interesting to listen to. <clears throat> Thank you very much. I have listened uh, more to more new things about characters. Learned. I've learned. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm skipping over stuff. I have learned more new things about characters I love in the last few weeks than I did on my last playthrough. Keep up the great work, guys, and stay safe on the path. I am Geralt of Rivia. I should say it like Geralt does. I am Geralt of Rivia. And this is my favorite lore cast in Tamaria. Genesis. Thanks, Jen. And if you would like to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, you're welcome to do so. That really does help. And of course, if you do write words, I will read them out on a future episode. And you don't even need to listen on Apple Podcasts. All you have to have is an Apple account where you can go to the Apple site. You just search Witcher Lorecast Apple. It'll come right up and you can leave us a review. And that would be super helpful. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to our patrons. You guys are wonderful. We've got more season two speculating to do. So let's get back to that. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. All right, guys. So where we left off, things were kind of going down in Caramoran. We get some scenes of all the uh, almost all the witchers with their their potions. Their eyes are dark. You know, they've got veins going on in their mm -hmm. faces. The the keep is shaking. There's some there's some stuff going on and we know this isn't like the siege of Caramoran because that happened years before this. So that's not what happened. What's happening here. Something's after the witchers or something's after something the witchers have. Somebody's attacking or something is attacking the keep. What is what is going? What do you think is going on here? I have. So my <laughs> speculation with that is probably if you have not seen the anime movie for the Witcher, watch it mm -hmm. because I feel like that is definitely going to play in to season two. Okay, if you so know what's under the keep, something's probably down there. Okay. So you're talking about the nightmare of the wolf. Yes. And the history where it goes into Vesemir and him discovering mm -hmm. the mutagens and the use and of they have, like, mutagens. Like monsters to create more work. Right. I feel like something was either not dead or was slumbering. Oh, so so like, maybe somebody left. Maybe somebody stumbles upon something and wakes it up. Maybe Siri yeah. is creeping around yeah. and finds something. Siri, maybe another witcher. Who knows? Like, because from the books, we know this is where you kind of see where it's diverging to where Netflix, the whole Netflix original stuff. So the Netflix that, cinematic universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like we see a, a very prominent monster in the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, the Leshen, which is not in, he's only mentioned the books. Like there is no fights with the Leshen in the books. So that's something new. So it's, it's going to be very, very interesting. And who yeah. knows? I mean, with this tree shaking, it could be the Leshen. Right. Well, the, the Leshen scene we see in the trailers, uh, they appear to be outside in the woods. It's Geralt True. and Siri, right? True. And there, he's fighting, he's chopping the vines, like the roots are coming at him. 
the Leshen's like reeling up out of the ground, looking all scary. Um, but we don't see the keep, at least in that scene. But that doesn't mean that they weren't near the keep or that there aren't multiple Leshen's or that they didn't lure it away from the keep or it chased them into the keep or, you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I can give you a dozen reasons why these two things could be connected, right? Playing the games and like reading the books, you know, Care Morins in a mountain pass mm-hmm. surrounded by a giant wilderness of woods. Lots of forests. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they, they could they could be a half a mile from where they end up and they could just run mm-hmm. to the keep for safety or something and the Leshen follows. Like that could be a thing. Like they may not be oh, yeah. prepared to fight a Leshen because holy crap, you need to prepare to fight a Leshen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? So the smart thing to do might be run away run away in monty python style (laughs) (laughs) toasty do you have any thoughts on this hey i don't think that it's going to be correct but i really want it to be that big cyclops thing that's part that that lives at caremore (laughs) oh oh that's what i really want old old um old perky face it's our old Chicken? spear tip spear tip was that a spear tip yep spear tip yep that's uh, you think series stumbles into him yeah. the scene where series series running across the like the cliff pass no. and there's a cave you think, think series stumbles I think this part of the trail is that right. portion that goes by him i think so yeah. you think series so. like stumbles across him and then like he gets mad and then chases her back to the keep and then they're like you're not supposed to go by old spear tip. Everybody knows no. you're not supposed to wake up old spear. This is, this is my prediction, right? This is my prediction. It's not going to be correct, but this is what I really want. I want there to be like, just this like scene of like Siri, like running. And then like, she stumbles into this, like this, this area where he's sleeping and you know, it just like you get a look at her face. She's terrified. Then we just cut back to, um, you know, Geralt's talking with like Lambert and Vesemir, and then they're just like, da 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 da. By the way, did you tell her about Old Spear Tip? And then Geralt, and then Geralt just looks down. He's like, "Fuck!" Right, right. Nope. Nobody told her about Spear Tip. Or, or well, here's I mean, she was supposed you to. Do. You didn't tell about. You didn't. Wait, I wasn't supposed to tell her. You were supposed to know. Guys, come on! Somebody's supposed to tell her about Spear Tip. I just, I just need the iconic. I just need the yeah. iconic, you know, line there. That right. would be right. What about the rock troll twins? Like, sh- she's not going to run into them and have like just a casual conversation with some rock trolls. I would like to see mm-hmm. casual conversation with the rock trolls. <laughs> Honestly, they may be completely hideous, but I think they're adorable. Mm, yeah, they are pretty. They are pretty cute. Uh, Rob, the princess in chat says, "I don't think we're going to see Geralt fight Alessian." But the thing is, uh, Rob, I, you might have missed this in the chat. We've already seen it in the trailer. There, Geralt there is, is trailer fighting proof of Geralt fighting like This is what is yes. so exciting about this. The, the most recent trailer has footage of Geralt fighting Alessian, so it's going to happen which is super exciting. But the question here is, does it happen at Kaer Morin? Because there's a scene where Kaer Morin is under siege by something and the witchers are all getting ready to fight something. And it doesn't look like just one of those like, ah, yeah, you know, Ooh. Gary, the witcher in the back, who's the, you know, the, the red shirt wisher, go, go handle it. This is like all of them, like ready to freaking drop something <laughs> like it's, it's big news kind of thing. Yeah. 
So is it going to be a mutated lesion? Maybe. Is that what we're calling? I Possibly. I don't think so, given... I mean, the way it looks. Yeah. It looks traditional-ish. Traditional, right? It's, it's, I mean, but it is... Lessons are shapeshifters. Yes. Yeah, so yes. it... I wonder, and I wonder how, like... Because, like, obviously, like, graphic technology and stuff is, like, really, like, crazy now. But it's still, like, you know... It, if that thing tries to turn into like it's raveny form, like how is that going to look like? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we'll get too much transformation. I think we'll get a really cool scene with it in one form where a fight happens. Uh, it, that'd be my guess because you get too much transformation, too much weirdness. And I think it'll throw the audience off. They'll be like, wait, it was a tree. And then it was this thing. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and CG budget. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like you, you do too much weird stuff, and it just it breaks the audience's, I don't know, right concept of the fantasy. Um, you need to give, you need to like walk them down the steps slowly on that kind of stuff. Yeah, Otherwise, it's just too far the baseline. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's my question: is like, what is what is happening at the keep? Because we got that sense of like what's happening at the keep there. It, it could also be, I mean, like we do see Triss come back. And then the new trailer. Mm -hmm. What if it's like she's trying to get into the keep and they don't know who it is and like she pops out of nowhere, kind of a thing? She's like knocking on the door and they're like, it's just this super (laughs) everything and it's like just Tris. (laughs) Why do you knock so hard, Tris? (laughs) Hey, who knows? Tris, you knocked on the door and the whole keep shook. What is going on? What is going on? I just used my knock spell. Did I just cast it too hard, guys? Uh, Yes. Guys, that, that it's really what it really is. That whole thing where you see like, you know, the keep kind of like crumbling a little bit. It's just Geralt and Tris rocking the bed. That's what it uh, is. That's it. That's it. Oh, I don't want to. All the rest of the witches are just like in the corner, just like, girl, stop. Oh. You're going at it again. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> Come on. Siri's in the corner, just like, no, stop, girl. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're my I'm new father figure. I don't want to imagine this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, speaking, speaking of Triss, we do get scenes with Siri and Triss together. Mm-hmm. What do you think's going on there? Do you have any theories about that? Because they appear to be uh, walking together quickly. They appear. Isn't there a scene where they're both like with horses? Are they traveling? That's mm, Yin. I, is that Yen? Yen's yeah, the that's one in the horses. Yen's yeah. with horses. I withhold everything that okay. I know Toasty. of the situation. Toasty's, yeah, Toasty's not talking about this part. Oh, Sebastian, on, it's on you. Give us what we want, you know. Give us what we paid for. We want everything. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about how about we get because Ben knows too. He, ben, he's read the books. So what, how about we hear yeah. your take on it? Yeah, Ben, you you go first, and then Toasty can chime in. Don't worry, Toasty. Um, Toasty will share some stuff too, but Ben can start. Definitely magic training. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how much I should get into the no, just matter. Share, just share. Oh. We'll just yeah, we'll just start with we'll just we'll start with this is spoilers for the books. So if you don't want to read the oh, books yeah. or you don't want absolutely more likely ninety percent, hundred percent likely stuff, then <laughs> skip ahead. But go ahead. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Ben. So yeah, um Siri has a special type of magic to where she is a um and Tosi can correct me on this, uh a not con not conduit it's um source source thank you 
different word um to where she can have the ability to use magic without taking uh giving anything in return basically Mm. and she goes into it to where she has no control whatsoever and we see that in season one where like she screamed and like everything just kind of went wild um to where that like in the books the witchers are (laughs) trying to train her like to be a witcher and they have no idea what's going on trish shows up out of nowhere and it's like basically scolds him and yells at him it's freaking hilarious but um and then tells him nope this is what you need to do i'm taking control of her training now goodbye <laughs> yeah you dumb witchers you have no idea what you're dealing with here also <laughs> she's a young woman magic you like need to this. treat her like a woman <laughs> yeah that yeah. too yeah it's like you're only feeding her herbs and grass what the heck <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah so yeah remember the scenes when um yennefer's training and uh, was it fringilla was it fringilla who cast the spell yeah and mm-hmm. um it, it yep. drains the energy out of her hand and her hand gets all crumpled basically up. dead yeah it like kills her hand in order to cast the spell well traditionally they have to draw the source of their power from something else some other life source usually right um but siri doesn't need to do that because superpowers <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so you think that she's going to be training with Triss and then oh, yeah. there's going to be a connection later on where she, well, we've seen scenes where Geralt is reunited with Yennefer in the trailers. Mm-hmm. So do you think the three of them get back together? All three of them? Or are there going to be scenes where it's Siri and Yennefer together without Geralt? I, I, can, see, I can see it going both ways to where, I mean, they could all be three together, but it's only going to be like, for like a, maybe a couple scenes if that it's like Geralt mm-hmm. oh, I have to go do something else or Yennefer doesn't want to see him yeah. right right <laughs> but do, do you think it's going to be like, like to direct attention to the episode titled my dear little friend and my our dear friend you mean yeah, yeah. my dear friend or dear oh, friend God, or whatever dear fr- oh yeah uh-huh. so just point that <laughs> Geralt and, and Yennefer will be seeing each other this season oh that is guaranteed oh yes, <laughs> yes. It is. oh no Sebastian. Oh. <laughs> no 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 my, my dear friend refers to and this is another spoiler it refers to the way Geralt refers to Yennefer while writing a letter Oh, that's what it refers to. It's not a dirty reference. It is playing Witcher three. Ticked off, you know. Uh So when you're playing, I I heard about that. Good. Yeah, yeah. You already let that cat out of the bag. Yes. Uh, I mean, if you're playing Witcher three, the very beginning that letter that Vesemir reads, it says, "Dear Geralt." Well, and uh, your friend Yennefer at the end. <laughs> if you read it, it's freaking hilarious. Like it's a nod straight to that too. Right, because she's pissed that he he refers to her as his her his friend. Right, <laughs> right, dear, dear friend. And she's like, friend. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, um, they're gonna need to tie. Well, not tie up, but you know the the paths of the characters. Um, you know, they're journeying towards Kaer Morhen, but they're also journeying towards um, 
meeting one another and having their storylines intertwined. Um, mm-hmm. So that needs to be in my, you know, prediction or my, what I think needs to happen uh, desperately is for these storylines to become more apparent where everyone's going, what everyone's role is going to be. So they set everything up in the first season. Uh, as for me, I'm really interested to see, um, you know, all them, all those women meeting, um, what that impact's going to have on the group of guys in Care Moran. Uh, that should be fun. Um, also really looking forward to Triss's relationship with Siri um, because both uh, you, you you get the feeling player which playing Witcher 3 <clears throat> that both of the sorceresses have a unique relationship with Siri. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Triss seems to be more like a sister and Yen more like a mother. I'm not sure if that's anywhere close to what the books are, are like. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly where it is. Tris yep. calls Siri little sister, and then Yennefer is like her mom. Mother figure. Yeah. Hmm. So it's, it. wow, you just hit the nail on the head and you didn't even have that. Con- that's amazing. <laughs> there you go. There you there go. You so we're gonna get we're gonna get I, I think we're gonna get a sense of that in this season. We'll we'll get right. a little bit more of the you know the older sister guiding Siri, you know, sharing the things she knows and kind of being being an older sibling kind of guide, you know, taking her under her wing kind of thing. But then we're also gonna get Yennefer feeling like a responsible parent. And uh, she I, obviously has those feelings of motherhood that uh, and, you know, as all things in mm-hmm. in life, sometimes we don't get the actual thing we want, but we get the spiritual thing uh, that is at, at its heart, the the, you know, wh- wh- whatever we wanted. So she might not become an actual mother, but her need to fulfill, you know, it's going to be fulfilled in this season. And we'll understand um, why that whole I mean, horrific scene i think it was second episode or yeah. something like <laughs> yeah <laughs> where her womb or whatever it was was taken from her and um yeah yeah well, there's and that now, scene and then the scene with the baby and the baby and that now, she can't protect yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. yeah then when you go back and watch season one there's it's a there's a lot done. of well, really well done yeah there's a lot of that and i i think it kind of gets overshadowed by some of the bigger events at the later part of the season but there's a lot of there, there's there's a lot of parental neglect in her life and then there's a lot of th- the ability for her to be a parent removed from her yeah and that's a big theme for her especially in the first half of this season one so yeah. uh, and they, they make that very apparent is that she yeah. she never feels parental love and then she is completely removed from being able to be a parent yeah even to say uh you know who she looks up to is you know <laughs> not playing straight with her uh yeah so what it's going to be interesting and it's going to be you know sometimes you get the sense that like there will always be something flawed in the way she will be a parent but also the drive that you know uh to to become the best one there is yeah and that'll be a really interesting uh, and it's great how they develop that character and uh really looking forward to see that pay off in season two yeah absolutely well put really really well put well is there anything else about season two i think i think my last question here as we're getting closer to the end of the show is where do you think season two will wrap up what is the climax of the season 
what is the like what what is the big moment and where do we leave off what's the big cliffhanger you know like what's the mm, what is this all leading to see uh, the way that you, they like to do things is they like to give you with that really suspenseful ending but yeah mm-hmm. i'm trying to think about all the the events that happened in the book and it's like like that's some of the stuff i'm coming up with like that's way too far in the future there's no way that they would do that yet is and there a moment like, i mean if, if this season is yeah. about them all coming together is there a moment where that gets divided because that would yes. make sense oh yeah oh that yeah would, well that's probably more middle of the season to be honest because, well, but, uh, unless I'm unless the season point. is more developing, unless the, you know the events of the season don't go as far as you think they do, I feel like it would be a really slow season then if they didn't push that far. Okay, or maybe things go further and we can see him with Unifer, right? So yeah, I guess they get uh, maybe the the Ryan stuff possibly. I, I don't know. I can't remember. If this happened in Blood of Elves, or I'm just thinking of the Tower uh, of the Goal, right? Yeah, that's what now. I'm and thinking. That's, that's not, the only thing that's, that's coming way to my too mind. far in the future. It's way too well, far in the future. I think, one of the so. things that was stated by Henry Cavill in uh, oh. in an interview or a question that was posed to him was, if uh, they they basically said, you know, how how long are you committed to doing The Witcher? And he said, and I think he he drew the number. He said, it's like if they, seven seasons, if or they, something. if they asked me to do seven seasons, I would be on board for it. So. I'm thinking the number has been thrown around that it would take seven seasons to wrap up the story of the Witcher. So if you were to take the books of the Witcher and divide that across seven seasons, does that mean two seasons per book ish? Uh, Roughly depending on the, how much info they're going to take from the books. I could see that. I I mean, it 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 depends on the book. Right, right. Like season one took a lot of the individual stories from Last Wish and turned those into individual episodes with and, some other stuff kind of thrown in. Of it, took two books it was for two books one. for season one. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's so, kind of a mix there. But then I think this one is primarily Blood of Elves, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's primarily Blood of Elves. So if you have six more seasons for three more books, then that's two seasons per book. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, when like getting to the later books, I can see them doing a, multiple seasons because okay. there's a lot of like more intricacies that and a lot of traveling. Mm. So I can see them diverging or like taking more time with that stuff going down the line. Okay. Okay. But hey, I'm just happy that Henry Cavill admitted that he <laughs> wanted to do the role as long as he can. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that too. Well, uh, you guys were talking in the um, uh, in the uh, review of the trailer about Oxenford, uh, and I think you know the story. Telling telling stories is always about a journey. Um, so we've seen the journey that Siri goes through into the forest. We see the journey, you know, to the to Sodden, I guess. And now you know, there's first going to be this journey to towards Kermorhan, and there will be a call to action. I think. Uh, for them to somehow like i haven't read the book so i don't know what i'm talking about but if this oxenford you know they're gonna have to go there so there's gonna be a call to action they're gonna go to oxenford possibly get whole mixed up with dijkstra and uh, you know all that 
spice stuff, yes gear, and well, something is gonna come to a head there. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know what big event could happen there. You guys are the experts, but maybe that's how the show will wrap up. It, it's funny that you say that because hmm. that's poker probably going to happen <laughs> oh, okay. this season. I don't know if you saw me and Ben's terrible poker faces. That is, oh my gosh. Are you sure you haven't read the books? No, no, no. I don't know if I believe you. You're getting some pretty accurate oh, stuff sorry. here. It's a little so you guys uncanny. Didn't know what was going to happen. You were like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I don't know what it could be. You know? You know, I mentioned the Ryan stuff, which happens in Oxenfurt. Okay. And so, but it's just how like you were talking about it and where it, it kind of, it, you, you basically write off the money. So it was like very, it's just, that, that is crazy. It was, yeah. So I, do you think you maybe know, that's the just, climax um, of the, I, I'm of the a storyteller. Um, so that's, that's the only thing I can, I can go on. Um, that's what I would do. Well, there you go. Yeah. That could be it. Oh yeah. I mean, it would be the intense action stuff that mm-hmm. they'd probably. And you guys let, in. you know, you, you said Oxenford and that's uh, the only way I know that is because I listen to the podcasts. And um, uh, so that's, it's been a lot of fun watching you talk for about an hour and a half on, on, uh, on a simple trailer, you know, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Well, I guess we're doing an okay job then. <laughs> and you've been paying a yeah. lot of attention, so that's awesome. Well, guys, I, I think that, that wraps up our speculation on this episode. I, we're going to have to see in just a few weeks how much of this stuff actually plays out the way we think it, it does. And um, it's nice to be a, a little bit humble on some of these things when they don't happen the way we think they do. So we're going we're gonna to find out. I'm sure we're going to you know eat some crow, but also, who knows, maybe we'll be right on the nose with some of this stuff too. So guys, thank you for joining us on this episode and thank you for supporting the show and everybody for listening and let's go back through and feel free to share anything that you're working on that you want to share with us or ways that we can get a hold of you and sebastian uh, thank you for joining us how can how can we get a hold of you and anything cool you're you're doing yeah no i um well online you can get a hold of me i'm running tris marigold cosplay on uh, instagram so if you want to go check that out especially if you cosplay tris uh or have a friend who cosplays tris uh we'd be happy to feature her and um so that's one of my things i really cool. enjoy cool uh, I'm a cosplayer myself, uh, but you know I haven't did you dabbled into Witcher uh, cosplay yet, and you need two swords, so it's going to be crazy expensive. As Tosi will probably be able to tell me. Yeah, well, you could you could pick a different character. You could do like Dandelion or somebody. Oh yeah, could be possibly. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's true. Be fun. Yeah, yeah. Then you just need like and a loot and some really fancy true, purple. A lot of more. Or or just make your own character like I did. There you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. Then it's Maria. Yeah, for sure. So maybe, uh, maybe that that'll be in the future. I mean, the events here, um, you know, are a little bit far and in between, uh, now that COVID's, uh, you know, yeah. so, um, but yeah, that would be something if, if I could do that, that would be great. So that's one of the passions uh, I have cosplay other than that, uh, not much going on. <laughs> so yeah, but please check it out. Check out my Insta. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, feel free. Awesome. Send me a message. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. And then Ben, you got anything cool going, any cool stuff going on? 
Uh, not too much at the moment. I mean, you can always get a hold of me at Ben Atemir on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, hopefully, I will be start streaming maybe tomorrow or Wednesday again from this haptic week of Black Friday. Yeah. Um, but then I will be hopefully here in the next couple weeks, probably finally do my Witcher photo shoot for my original character for Ben Atemiria. So yeah. it's a little cold up, cold up, cold up here in Ohio, but I'll deal with it. I got a, I got a cloak. That's all good. There you go. You just be, you know, just wear the <laughs> snow clothes. <laughs> just oh, the, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. And then, Toasty, you got anything cool going on you want to share? Nope. I'm a. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm super boring this week. I'm so very boring. No. Um. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at The Witcher Lorecast. Like we say every week. I say it. I don't know why. <laughs> um. And then, uh, uh, I am. If you want, if you like Avatar, uh, I am. I am with the Fumbling Four gang over at uh, Avatar Legends: Journey of the Elements. Um, I I just kind of want to shout out fellow podcasts, Roll to Cast, because they're doing a Witcher TTRPG mm-hmm. now, and that's, all that. that's really cool. So uh, if you like The Witcher and you like tabletop games uh definitely go check them out because i know i am <laughs> yeah 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 and all, all these other shows are on the robots radio network so you can go find links to them at robotsradio.net and of course uh, my other shows all the other lore casts um coming up after this show is the cyberpunk lore cast usually we do that on sunday nights the night before this but that got pushed back to tonight so stay tuned for that we will be discussing ghost in the shell because we've been discussing a bunch of different cyberpunk movies with our patrons so if you are into ghost in the shell or animes or cyberpunk movies then you might want to stay for that if you're watching the live show or if you haven't checked out the cyberpunk lore cast you can go check that out as well and um you can find all my stuff over on robotsradio.net all the different lore casts elder scrolls fallout cyberpunk and what's the other one mass effect those are the those are the main ones i do along with this show and um come join me on the robots radio youtube channel where i stream games in the mornings and ben and i've been hanging out playing uh he's been jumping into the channel while i play skyrim and modding out my game playing anniversary edition and sheogoreth has cursed my stream with his wheel of doom she could, I should just call it the wheel of cheese. Every time I jump in a new dungeon, we spin the wheel and it makes me have to do crazy stuff. And then anytime anybody donates to the stream, the wheel gets spun again. And then we just stack all the crazy things onto my mm. gameplay. And it, of course, gets crazier and crazier. So it's lots of fun over there. But thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you again to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. And everybody in chat, thank you for being here. We're going to go away for a little bit. We'll all be back in the next 20 minutes or so with our patrons for the Cyberpunk Lorecast. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for being here. Later. Thanks for tuning in to The Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Always. Always. All right. I'm going to set us up for the cyberpunk lore cast. Um, So I'm going to say goodbye to you guys. I'm going to have to share this link with them so they can jump in in a little bit. But uh, 
I'll see you guys later. Thanks for being here. All right, Look forward to, you guys. to next so month fun. when we talk about season two because that's oh yeah, it's going to be so you know, awesome. You know, I'll binge that day one. <laughs> you know that. We'll wow, wow, going to go see the new Spider-Man movie because that's the same day too. That's the same oh, day. Spider-Man. What are they doing to us? Look, yeah, I know. Look, it, it's fine. The podcast is over. Fuck Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> We're still live, Toasty. We're still live. Marvel has all the power in the world because it's owned by Disney. They'll cancel us. No. It's not owned by, it's not, though. It's fine. Yeah, it's owned by Sony, technically. It's owned by Sony. You think I'm scared of Sony? But they're, they're in cahoots with each other. Sony's nothing. Uh, they're in cahoots. They're going to destroy us all. Well, they the mouse, hate each the other, mouse, honestly. The mouse is going to destroy <laughs> us. No, no, not going forward. They just announced today they're going to partner, keep going forward. They're going to have another trilogy of Spider-Man. You, you can have a, an amicable business deal while still hating each other. That's fair. That's true. Just look at any single corpo interaction. <laughs> you can. You can. In cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. And now and I just fair. switched over to the cyberpunk background. So that was perfect. Perfect timing. Good yeah, timing. Hey, all right. See okay. It was. It was. Thanks great for joining to us, Sebastian. You, Sebastian, thank nice you. you. Yeah. All right. Same here, guys. We'll nice be back in a little bit. See you later. Bye. 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 See ya.